And we're back with Autumn and Asia with Endless Conversations. Any topic, anytime. And today's topic is about self-care. So, wait, was it like a self-care topic? Is I was supposed to pick a self-care topic? No, just any self-care. Oh, okay. Good. Just self-care in general. We can pick a topic <laughs> and be specific or we can just go with all the self-care topics. So, um... This is actually interesting because this week um, I picked like the self-care topic and at work it was, they had a meeting on self-care. So I was like, I'm taking notes on this. This is like free money right Right. here. Perfect. (laughs) So um, what I really kind of wanted to focus on for like this um, first like self-care topic that'll be like continued is identifying good self-care, indicators of poor self-care. Factors of self-care, let me switch my notes, (laughs) barriers to self-care, and then boundaries. Um, I also want to talk about like some self-care routines um, because I think that's an interesting topic too about how um, like depending on like what season of life you're in, like self-care can mean different things and then you kind of like grow out of those as you grow like as an individual too. So should we get started? Let's get started. <laughs> also, our brains are like in summer mode because <laughs> it is my birthday today. Happy birthday, Asia. <laughs> and so we're just, we're ready to swim. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, which is another good self-care thing to do. Yes. Be outside in the sun, swimming. I get love vitamin swimming. D. Yes. Oh, I love the heat, mm. like the warmth that your skin gets yes. when you sit in the sun for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like, oh. Just feels so good. And then you, like, take a dip in the pool. Cool off. Yep. Get out. Oh, what is that song from? Oh, High School Musical. A dip in the pool. A trip to the spa. (laughs) You're not a High School Musical alert? I I think I saw it, like, one time. (laughs) That was my life, man. (laughs) Okay. So, identifying some good self-care. So, like... Knowing when you're taking good care of yourself, you're going to see some things like you're feeling relaxed and happy and content. And I can really relate to this um, when I feel at peace. I know that I'm taking care of myself, smiling more. I mean, just in general, smiling more is going to help you be put in a better mood. Absolutely. Isn't there like a thing where there's like research where like if you smile, you're like, more likely to be in a better mood. Absolutely. Because frowning actually, I don't even remember the statistic that Mm -hmm. I have seen with it, but frowning actually generates more, or you use more muscles in your face, and it actually uses more more energy in your body versus just a smile. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain without getting like the specific facts into it, but... It's just easier to smile, so just smile. Yeah. It takes less muscles. Yes, and it, it creates happy endorphins in your body, yeah. and life is good. I just smiled at that one. You tend to have more of an optimistic outlook, and you're just enjoying life. So, I mean, I, get, I mean, those are pretty, like, basic, self-explanatory. Like, like, I would think, I wouldn't need that explained to me. Like, am I taking care of myself? How am I feeling? Right. So, um, it does take, feel good when you take care of yourself. Cause it's yeah. like you, whether it's a face, like you clean your face at night or in the morning yes. and you got a facial routine mm-hmm. or you get regular massages yep. or your nails done or like, 
I mean, there's just, it's endless. Yeah. And it does feel good. And you mm-hmm. just feel so much better about yeah. yourself. It boosts the confidence. Like, yeah. Oh. You know you're doing good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then talking about indicators of poor self-care, um, I thought this was interesting. Excessive sleep. And that, that really did stick out to me because I know that when, like, um, I'm sad or having a bad day or whatever, I do sleep more or tend to go to, like, bed earlier if there's, like, something that I can't get off my mind. I tend to just sleep so I can get it off my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made sense to me. Eating unhealthy food. Um, kind of have some beef with this one because I feel like I do that. <laughs> When I'm happy, too. Like, like, hey, I'm in a good mood. I want a piece of cake. Yes. (laughs) So, but I can understand, like, maybe binge eating, things like that. Sure. That could be, like, a sign that you're not, you have poor self-care. You're not taking care of yourself the way you should. Physical illness. This, sorry, I thought our podcasting thing turned off for a second. I was like, um. (laughs) Well, even with the poor eating, it does affect your body. In other mm-hmm. ways. So really it's a negative side going into trying to be doing self-care. It's like kind of yeah. holding you back. True. Yeah. In a way because you eat poor food. It mm-hmm. generates acne in your face and you eat, you know, good food yep. with lots of, you know, drinking fluids. Like your skin is more glowing yes. and hydrated. And yeah. So it, it does kind of go hand in hand with that. Yeah. And, like, when I can tell, like, if I'll eat chocolate or something like that, it feels really good in the moment. But then after, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? I know, right? It's like, oh. It was kind of worth it. (laughs) But it tasted so good. It did. But it's okay to eat the chocolate once in a while. Yeah. Eat the cake. Eat the cake. (laughs) Um, So, physical illness is for sure. I can relate to this one too, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. when I am stressed, I think it it tends to wait, though, until, like, after I'm unstressed, and then my body's like, oh, my God, we can finally breathe, and now, like, here's a cold. Yes. Because, like, we've been working overdrive because you've been a little turd, Asia, like, yep. and haven't been you're taking in the care f- of us. fight or flight mode, and then you're able to relax, and then your body just settles into, like, oh, you... Got a cold sore because you're stressed yeah. or you have stomach issues because you've been stressed or yeah. headaches or, yeah. I mean, it's just, and everybody's different too. Yep. Yeah. And then low productivity, totally relate to that as well. Um, distractions and zoning out. I get distracted anyways, so I can't relate to that one because I could like today like I know that I'm taking like really good care of myself and I'm happy and relaxed and I mean there's nothing to complain about because it's my birthday it's your birthday um but also like even just now I was talking and then all of a sudden I'm like oh did our mics turn off like I just get so distracted so easily but I'm sure for some people that could be an indicator of distraction or like of or self-care. So sure. I have to remember it's not all about me. Other people have <laughs> different ways that that is indicated. And then the last one I have is being defensive and taking things personally. Okay. Um. So I think that's a good one for me too to like check myself of like, am I being defensive or am I taking this personally because I haven't been taking care of myself? Or is it actually like something that has offended isn't the right word, but upset me that I need to talk about yeah so I think that's a good one to keep in mind especially like for me because when it's that time of the month 
I can take things more personally, but I'm also eating a lot of chocolate during that time too, so there might be a correlation there. Oh my gosh. Um, anything else for like that you see of report indicators? Or you think we This is what well, the nice lady at work said to me. All these indicators. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense when you talk about like your day to day life and how it can truly affect your self-care side and being yeah. mindful about doing it mm-hmm. and even just setting aside time for that in your busy life, in your schedule, like set that time for a massage at one mm-hmm. o'clock on the whatever day of the month yeah. or get your nails done, like schedule your routines that you have for your self-care because it does feel good and yep. you should be doing those things for yourself. Because and if and if you schedule it, then it doesn't get neglected because yeah. you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So being mindful about even just scheduling that self care time. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about mindfulness. This is kind of like a little bit of a bunny trail, but she said, "Is your mind full, or are you being mindful?" Yes. And I was like, "Oh, I've heard that, that was a good one." Yeah, but it it's truly like you just sit back and you're like you just process that for a second. You're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And there was this picture. So it was a guy and his dog, and they were both looking at this tree. Okay. And you could see, like, the guys thinking, like, what I have to do today, what I, like, need to get done, what's on my to-do list, what's coming up tomorrow. And it was, like, this whole cloud of his thoughts that were just, like, all jumbled and everything. And then you see the dog, and the dog's just thinking about the tree. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've seen this analogy before in some of the trainings I've had, and it is kind of funny. It's like, I just want to be a dog today and just think about the tree. Yeah, I was like, I love that. So then it really, like, distinct, like, put into perspective for me, like, having your mindful and being mindful. Yes. So, be a dog. Yes, be the dog. (laughs) Um, So then some factors of self-care. We kind of talked about this a little bit, like, physical health, having, like, being active and physical and taking care of your physical body. Um, you also have emotional health. There's a lot actually surprised me. So like physical health and emotional health are the two main ones that people typically talk about. Yeah. But there's also social well-being, intellectual health, occupational well-being, and spiritual well-being. So those are all, those all compile self-care. So physical health, Um, emotional health so these are like having those emotional boundaries knowing what you can and like can't do and protecting your not feelings but your mind protecting your mind and then social well-being is just like being in touch with that support network that you have like is the support network still serving you do you have people in your life you can go to because on top of like taking care of your emotional and physical health like you still need to be able to have people around you to support you. Absolutely. And that is so important because just having support and knowing that you're not alone is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, for sure. And then um, like cognitive well-being. So this is this is similar to like emotional well-being with like having like a healthy brain and being mindful and doing those um, things to keep you mindful. And then occupational well-being is like that work-life balance. So that was another one that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never really thought, you know, my... Because you just assume like you have to go to work. Right. Right. So then it's like, 
it is really making sure you have that work-life balance and how how you do that. So like going to work in the morning, you mm-hmm. leave your stuff that you had to deal with at home. At home, you go yep. to work, you focus on work. And when you leave work, you leave work at work. Yep. You don't bring work home. Yep. And that was, so when I was full-time working like the 45 hours a week, having the home life, having the yeah. stress of like getting the kids to wherever they needed to be, like it was a lot. And then you're mm-hmm. stressed at work and like you haven't been able to let that go because I mean, it's just, and then it spirals. Yeah. And it, you truly have to be able to let the work stuff go. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you're going to really do about it at home. Yep. So allow yourself space from work so you can function better the next day. Yep. And then be present when you go home to your family or doing whatever you have to do at home after work. Yeah. And that can be hard to do because when you get home, you're like, oh, or like if you had a stress day at work, then you... You can't really show that at work, so right. then you like want to go home to be able to like, not decompress, decompress, yeah, yeah, or recombobulate or whatever. Yeah. whatever so word even you if want. it's like on the way home, you listen to some meditation music, or you just rock out to <laughs> country or whatever you like to listen to, yeah, and then you separate that pause in between that time to allow yourself to transition into. Right. And the thing I do too is like I tell myself like. Whatever's going on at work is still going to be there tomorrow. Absolutely. So, like, we'll try again tomorrow. We'll get your to-do list all... Because that's, like, the biggest thing for me is, like, I have a to-do list of things that I... And I, like, keep refreshing it so I feel like I'm organized. Yeah. So... Well, even, too, coming with a fresh mind. You get a good night's rest. You get a fresh mind. You're going to be able to pound out more work the next day. Yep. Because you have a clear census of what you need to do. Yeah. So that I thought that was a cool one with yeah. the occupational well-being. And then the last one is spiritual well-being. So this is like your sense of purpose and connection. Um, so like for me, my connection is like praying and talking to God and having that spiritual relationship with him. And that really does like help my well-being. I was so glad that this was in here because I know spiritual well-being can mean different things for different people. Sure. But it was just like... It is important. It's mm-hmm. another, like, aspect of self-care that I think gets neglected, of, like, being connected and having that sense of purpose in your life. Yeah, and I do a lot with yoga and yeah. breathing and meditating. So just being able to have that time for myself to have that spiritual sense. So, like, yeah. being spiritual doesn't necessarily mean it's religion either. Mm-hmm. Spiritual means you can connect to nature yeah. You, I mean, and there is a list of some of those, and I don't even know what those are <laughs> off the top of my head. But I just remember coming across something of spiritual doesn't necessarily mean religious. Yeah, and people kind of get turned off by, like, the word religion in general, too. Because mm-hmm. I, I guess I would consider myself more of a spiritual person mm-hmm. than, like, a religious person. People have, like, called me that in the past, like, the religious girl. And I'm like, I... I have a relationship with God that is spiritual. Like, right. that's how I see it. I don't really see it as, like, I don't know. I think religion gets such a bad, like, It does. Rap. Right. And it really, religion and what the Bible is, just setting yourself a good sense of morals. Yeah. And, and purpose. Se- and purpose. And things to <laughs> guide your life by. And doing good. You know, and if it's... Just be, yeah, we could go a whole nother topic, so we'll just cut it off there. 
<laughs> but yes, you're totally right. Yes. So thinking of like too, like we've talked about these factors now, I want to talk about um, self-care routines and like how those work with these specific like factors. So um, for like your emotional health, I think this could be physical too, but like um, I I love like my skincare routine and like I love doing it. It just makes me feel so good. And I think that would go for like, your physical health as for like keeping my skin clear and not having pimples because then that like boosts my self-esteem and then also like my emotional health of like I'm really just not not really thinking of anything except for like patting my skin down and like what I need to do so um it's a good like mind clear clearer too it yep. clears my mind. So you're just kind of like letting your mind relax and only focusing on like the dog instead of the yeah. tree. You're focusing on your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but as like I've gotten older, older. I said that in um our marriage counseling. I was like, yeah, when we were young, as in like me and Connor when yeah. we were young, and they're like, when you were young, and I was like, <laughs> you know what I meant, like <laughs> high school. Yeah. Um, but. Those routines really can change depending on um, what season of life you're in. So um, I can totally, totally relate to that. Yeah. Because my self care routines were so different when I was young and like oblivious to the rest of the world. And yeah. like you just don't <laughs> think of things later on in life. Like here is a big one sunscreen. Yes. Putting mm-hmm. sunscreen on at a younger age will help you reduce the wrinkles at a later age or mm-hmm. sunspots. And that's kind of where I'm at now is like hitting that next season in life. And I'm doing more self-care to help reduce wrinkles to, sure, you know, stay looking younger because it does make me feel better. Yeah. And I love the, um, I have this brush. We got it for Christmas uh-huh. from Sandy. The one that has like the silicone little bumps on the one side and then the brush soft bristles on the other and then you massage your face so I love doing that in the shower yeah and like you just you clean your face and it exfoliates and it's just so soft and then you put all the other stuff on afterwards and you're just like oh my skin is glowing it's so beautiful <laughs> so yeah and that's something too that I've been thinking about um you know, I get up early in the morning and I have like this very extensive makeup routine that I do. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it because I get to like clear my head and like do something that's like therapeutic for me in the yeah. morning before I start my day. But, you know, when I have kids, how is that going to look differently? Because I'm not going to have like 30 minutes to make my nope. face look perfect in you the morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been coming to that reality slowly. So I'm. Oh my I'm glad I'm slightly accepting it now. Right. So, well, even look at the the skincare lines. The skincare you're going to use in your teenagers are going to be different in your you know 20s, 30s versus when you're older, 50s, 60s. Like True. your skin changes and it needs different things as seasons go yeah. on. Isn't so, that crazy? Yeah. Oh. So you know, wrinkle eye wrinkle cream. You probably don't use that right now. Oh no, I, I use eye cream. Okay. I preventative. I think I'm like 
Okay, so my coworker got me into this like skincare crap really early on. Yeah. So I feel like it's I'm huge. I'm one of the exceptions because I put sunscreen on every day. I put eye cream on every day. Use like the retinol and stuff like yes. that, like for preventatives. Collagen boosters. So like, <laughs> I might be the only one that's using the same skincare routine <laughs> when I'm forty, but yeah. yeah, no, I. But yeah, you're, you're right. Like most people that are my age or younger aren't worried about like the sunscreen or the eye cream right like when I was in high school I was like why do I need to use eye cream I'm like and now I'm like yeah because that's even use I, it yeah that's even one thing that people forget to put sunscreen on yeah is your eyelids yeah. so when you're laying down sleeping in the sun like sure you're gonna be burning those lids yeah like burning those lids <laughs> you're good with the one-liners today what did you say before we started the podcast there's oh another gosh. one oh my god i've just been having a lot of one-liners <laughs> that are good today <laughs> um so we're looking at some barriers to self-care too are well we kind of talked about this like time constraints like that can be a yeah. barrier but you you gotta do it you, you gotta, gotta schedule it, it. yes yeah. So then things don't get planned over top of it, stuff like that, uh, or or you don't forget about it because it can be like the last thing on your list because yeah. typically, especially women tend to put everyone else's needs first. And Absolutely. I don't want to speak for every woman, but like... But I can relate. Like currently I was rocking the self-care routine. I was, you know, focusing on my family first and foremost. And yeah. then, you know, I was making sure I was hitting all the things I needed to do. Well, then summer started, you got routines that mm-hmm. switch and seasons of sports are changing. And like, yeah, <laughs> I am so far on the back burner. I'm not even in my own kitchen. Like right. it is just like, yeah, crazy. well, you got some curveballs. Yeah, too. It's so. just been crazy. Yeah. Dealing adulting. Mm-hmm. But that's good, too, like that you acknowledge where you're at. Yeah. And say, like, I haven't been doing my self-care the way I should. Yeah. So then you can, like, get it back on track when you feel like you're back in your routine yes. and things like that. And try not to stress about it because stress is not good because it increases your cortisol levels, yep. which makes you stit, which makes you sick. Yep. And, like, oh Yeah, self-care should be decreasing that. So if you're yes. stressing about getting your self-care in, you got the wrong self-care going on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is cost. So, yeah. I mean... I think you just have to find things like, you know, yoga. You can mm-hmm. do that at home. Um, Breathing techniques yeah. are free. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say makeup, but I'm like, wait, you got to buy me. <laughs> <laughs> but there are things that you can do that are low cost or no cost. Right. Lack of knowledge on steps to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kind of makes sense. So if you're not aware of some of the things that are even out there, I mean, yeah. think. The products are changing, the product market, all the things that you can do for your nails, like even just to get Mm -hmm. your nails done. There's so many different things now for that. So I can totally see where lack of knowledge on steps to take would be huge. Yeah. You know, just not even knowing. Right. Yeah. Like where do I even start? Yeah. Um, Limited access to resources. I think that's kind of related to cost. Mm -hmm. Um, Low self-concept. So maybe you just don't know, like... And this is different from, like, taking steps. Maybe you just don't know what you, like, you don't know what is your self-care. Like, yeah. what what makes me happy? What right. What is something that I enjoy? Like, sometimes it can be hard, um, especially if you've never done it before. Right. And here's the thing. Is there so many self-care things you can do for yourself that try one? Yeah. Did you like it? 
what did you benefit? Did you benefit from it? Would you love to do it again? Or just try something else? Yeah. Until you find something. Yes. Uh, low motivation. I think that's a huge one too. Like your lives can be so busy that people just don't want to make time for it. I just don't have any motivation. You know what's I coming don't to need my mind? self-care. What? The biggest thing that probably lower motivation for self-care would yeah. most people would probably say exercise sure like there's a lot of people like just just doesn't sound appealing because yeah. they're so exhausted at the end of the day but truly if you start that at the beginning of your day in mm-hmm. the morning routine you're actually boosting a lot of energy in your body believe it or not even though you're exerting yourself you're still increasing those energy levels for you to go through your day yeah and it actually helps you sleep better at night which there's just a whole lot yeah. of benefits there for exercise. <laughs> we could go so, down a whole yes. other bunny trail. Um, and then just some boundaries. I just wanted to touch on boundaries because I just this is something that I am in the process of learning and mm-hmm. have a journey with boundaries that I just have a different relationship with boundaries that I've had in the past. Um, so I just think it's important to understand that boundaries are healthy and they're important and it doesn't make you a bad person to have them. Right. It actually makes you a better person. Yes. Because, um, you know, I, I think of, let's say someone asks you to volunteer with something and, like, you say yes, but then you're like, I really shouldn't have done that. Like, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you could do is go there and be a crank. You're like, nobody wants a crank there. Right. So if for your own health and not safety. Oh my God. That's from work. Health and safety is from work. <laughs> Self-care is to say no. And yeah. that's something that I've been learning a lot too. Like, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Like, I just, I said yes, but actually it's just not going to work out. Like, you know. And when you say no, it is like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I, don't, I don't have to worry about that. Okay. I yeah. focus on this and this and this first. Yep. You know, maybe down the road you can say yes at a different time, but in this moment where I'm at, no, I'm sorry, I just can't yeah. do it. I wish I could, but it's yeah. just not going to work out. And like nine times out of ten people are like, ah, it's chill. Like, yeah. Nobody really cares. Right. You know, so that yes. was another thing I had to remind myself too. Like, people are forgiving. Yeah. You're doing this for, you're not doing it for yourself, you're doing it for someone else. And then they don't, they don't even care. Right. Like, they're like, oh, you can't come. Like, no worries. They're going to find someone else to take that spot. Right. So, like, <laughs> um, it doesn't pay to stress about it. No. And then I just wanted to kind of close with, like, um, sorry, I'm doing a big stretch right now. So no, I got you're fine. <laughs> um, just, like, consequences of unhealthy boundaries. Um, I just thought this would be, like, good to touch on, too, because you talk about, like, the importance of boundaries and why you need to have them. But, like, what are those consequences of having having those unhealthy boundaries? Because, ah, if I, like, read this list when I thought boundaries were um, silly, I probably would have thought differently. Right. And I couldn't tell from this list. I was like, yeah, I had poor boundaries because it was burnout and fatigue, neglecting personal needs. I did that all the time, and I was tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, power struggles. I don't really... Th- I don't really relate to that one, but I can understand. Emotional distress. Oh, my goodness. That, like, yes. That was me. When you feel like you're in a roller coaster ride. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I am such an empath. 
that I'm like, I feel everyone else's feelings. And like, even the fish that my fiance was gutting, I'm like, I pictured myself as the fish. And I'm like, I can't, I can't watch it. Anymore. Like, it's like, I can't do it because I was like, is that fish alive? And he's like, I don't think so. I'm like, it's moving. You're cutting it. Like, I'm so, I, I know. It is hard. I'm so bad. But I was like, I just like, I was telling him, like, I, you don't understand because, like, you just see, like, as a fish. But, yeah. like, I picture myself as the fish getting cut <laughs> because, like, of the empath in me. And <laughs> it's so silly to say out loud, but it's true. Like, so the emotional distress, I understand because I take on everyone else's stress and feelings. And, like, if you stub your toe, I would just feel so bad because I would be like, imagine that's me stubbing my toe. Right. Like, because it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, sense of powerlessness I think that kind of does relate with like the emotional distress of things Mm -hmm. and obviously like work-life balance work performance not it's not home performance but like your work your home something is gonna suffer yes so yeah yeah I think this is a great topic and I love that it's becoming more and more people are starting to talk more and more about it. Mm-hmm. You're starting to hear these things of, you know, the whys and the boundaries and the consequences for not giving yourself yeah, that self-care and the love that your body needs and deserves. Yeah. So schedule your time <laughs> to give yourself some self-care love. Set some boundaries, schedule some time, and give yourself self-care. <laughs> yes. Oh. I could talk about this all day. Yes. So but I think that was a good way to end it. So. Yes. Enjoy your summer, find some self-care activities that you like, and be the best version of yourself. Love it. <laughs> All right, All right ready? ready? Three, one. Three, oh, two, one, three, one. Let's just do three, two, okay. one. Three, three two, two, one. Until, until next time. <laughs>